Hi, everyone. This is Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. Featuring your hosts, Taylor Bradley. And Alex Yankovich. Yeah, every day, we're just out here. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Inside Dance with Taylor and Alex. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We have an amazing episode in store. We are joined this week by a good friend of mine, Mr. Sean Saunders. He is an amazing makeup artist, stylist, who has worked with celebrities such as Katy Perry, Gwyneth Paltrow, and is currently the makeup artist for Alanis Morissette on her tour. Listen as we talk about the do's and don'ts of makeup, hair, and styling in the dance industry. And plus, learn how Sean transitioned from being a successful dancer in Las Vegas into his booming hair and makeup stylist career. You don't want to miss it. But before we get there, let's make sure that we're staying up to date. Do me a favor right now, grab your phone, open up Instagram, and give us a follow. You can find us at our handle, Inside Dance Podcast. And while you're there, be sure to follow our friends and our sponsors over at Inside Dance Magazine. Their handle is Inside Dance Mag. Now, if there's any suggestions, thoughts, comments, feedback, anything at all, please feel free to write to us at our email, which is InsideDancePodcast at gmail.com. This week for our community spotlight, we are highlighting an organization called Dance for PD. Dance for PD is a program of the Mark Morris Dance Group, a professional dance company based in New York City. Dance for PD offers internationally acclaimed research-backed dance classes for people with Parkinson's disease online in New York City and through a network of partners and associates in more than 300 other communities in 25 countries. In Dance for PD classes, participants are empowered to explore movement and music in ways that are refreshing, enjoyable, stimulating, and creative. Dance for PD provides comprehensive teacher training and certification, creates innovative instructional media, and nurtures relationships among other organizations so that classes based on their model are widely available. Now, this is just an amazing organization because as any dancer can tell you, there's no greater joy than that feeling of freedom and expression that comes with movement. So it's really amazing that this company, Dance for PD, is making that accessible to people all across the country. To learn more about Dance for PD, you can visit their website at danceforparkinsons.org. There you can find more information on upcoming events and seminars, access live streaming and at-home classes, and find more information on upcoming trainings with the organization. You can also find information on ways to donate and directly support the company. We will have that information listed in our description below. All right, Alex, how are you? It's good to see you. It's so good to see you too. It's been a minute, but it feels like very good and natural to be back. But yeah, um, I know it's we for our listeners. Yeah, we uh, had to take a little bit of time off for some personal reasons, but we're so happy to be back. And so thank you guys for your patience with that. Yeah, Alex, it's weird. I'm like, (laughs) I now if a week goes by and I don't see your face, I like feel like I'm doing something (laughs) wrong. So again, the selfish perks of, of starting a podcast with your best friend yeah I literally was like oh my god I like haven't seen Taylor in so long (laughs) so long like was like two weeks two weeks ago and I shaved this is my chin you haven't seen him in 17 months I was gonna say you look different and it's um it's crazy because I feel like even you know with a week and two weeks off like so I've there's just been so much going on. And so it's yeah. a lot to experience, but you obviously have your clean shaven face because yes, you finally so had opening night back at love, which makes me so happy. And we are, I know you guys had probably the most amazing time. We are literally for those listening. I just came from the opening of 
uh, The Beatles Love, uh, which is a show that I've been dancing in uh, or was dancing in prior to the pandemic. And man, let me tell you, after 17 months to get back on stage, it was just so crazy, so special. And like, yeah. So for anyone out there that's like, um, waiting for that moment, your reopening per se, just know that it's so worth it. And I know the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows, um, as this pandemic continues to take all these turns, it's emotionally draining, but just remember that feeling I'm giving you all of this energy that I just felt and loved. Um, so yeah, so know that guys, that this is, this is why we do what we do and, um, it's worth it. I'm just so grateful. And so I'm hoping that everybody can have that aha moment, um, sooner rather than later, but they yes, will. my chin, peace and love all day long. How are you? You just got back from a little family, a family wedding. Is that I, right? I did. And it was just so amazing. I mean, not gonna lie, uh, did a lot of manual labor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much my sister and I and and my parents too, but we we did quite a bit of um, of work. And so yeah. I was exhausted on Monday after everything was over. I just we headed back home and because um, we we had to travel like an hour away from where their house is in Maine and. And yeah, we just like sat on the couch and watched Making the Cut on Amazon Prime. We were like, we are doing nothing today because it was just minimal so, energy. Minimal energy was so we just did so much work, but it ended up being so beautiful. And, you know, it was really sweet. My brother's uh, best friend since they were in kindergarten was his best man and had just amazing speeches. And for me, you know, not really being a, a wedding person, I've really become a wedding person <laughs> the, the past like two years. I'm very like emotional at weddings. So lots of tears and it was just really lovely, lovely time and just great food and lots of lobster. I and love blue, that. And blueberry pie, which makes me so Yes. <laughs> he got married in Maine. So that's yeah. the lobster reference, everyone. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> probably no one's going to think this is funny, but so blueberries in Maine, they're like amazing. They're, they're everywhere. They're wild. They're so good. And we have blueberry ice cream. That's like a bit. I always have it when I'm there. And we had blueberry okay. sorbet. And um, we ha- we hosted this welcome party with blueberry sorbet. And it was so good. I had it at the party. And then they went and put it in my uncle's freezer. My uncle's house is down the road. And I was like, what are we doing putting it in the freezer? Like, are <laughs> we going to eat this the rest, of the, <laughs> the rest of the weekend? So on Monday night when we got back, we were like, this is a terrible <laughs> No, you got to see it through. See it through. Come on. I want to know what happened. What happened to the ice cream, Alex? So they had the, the sorbet at my uncle's house. And so we drove to my uncle's house to get it. But then we got there. We didn't have his keys. So my dad drove that drove over there to give us the keys. And then we got into the house. But then someone left their phone at the house. We drove back to our house. It was Always. six car trips to finally cool. get the <laughs> blueberry sorbet. <laughs> Finally, when I was eating it, I was the only one eating it. My, my sister, I think, was like, oh, does it taste good? Because that took six trips back and forth for you to get it. Like, the cost yeah. of blueberry sorbet is a full tank of gas. It's Yeah. Fine. So, you know, it was it was just fun memories like that I love for that. sure. But um, I mean, the second I got home yesterday, I just was back to the hustle, which is always super fun. But she's teaching. She's here. She's there. She's yeah, everywhere. All which, over the place. 
Again, I'm going to give Alex a shameless shameless pug, a dog that's not a shame. No, a shameless plug. Um, You guys give her a follow on Instagram because she teaches virtually on a variety of different platforms and she's a rock star. So you owe it to yourself. Hop in her class um, because you won't be disappointed. But I'm so so glad you had family time. I'm going to circle back to, again, we hate that phrase. Um, (laughs) I'm going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snowball effect. Uh, Back to love. I just have to give a huge shout out to my dad and my amazing fiance, Mitchell, who were both there in the audience tonight. Yes. And Alex, I didn't tell you this, uh, a certain Chris Karaki was in the audience as well oh tonight. Yeah. Shout Our, out Chris. What's up, Chris? Chris, if you're He's listening, it was West, West so Coast good to rounds. see you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course, I was like, forgot to take a picture. But anyways, well, I'll like doodle something and be like, this is us. But yes. um, yeah, so Chris says hi and sends all of his love. But That's amazing. Yeah. So anyways, I don't know. Should we dive into this interview? I think we should. Let's do it. We're Pretty ready. Good stuff. Guys, stick around. You will be hearing from the incredible Sean Saunders. Stay tuned. Guys, you are in for a treat. We are joined by an incredible guest, an amazing human, and honestly, just one of the funniest persons that I know. So please join me in welcoming my dear friend, Sean Saunders. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hey, Taylor. What's up? What's up? I'm good. Uh, How are you? So good. You guys can't see it, but Sean is wearing this incredible fish print shirt that has literal fish all over it, and I love it, that we're serving fish on a Wednesday morning. It makes me happy. On a Wednesday at 11 a.m. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Why not? Is it 11.11 by chance? Oh, it's 11.13. Oh, 11.13. 11.13. Very close. That's it. Cancel it. We got to start over. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Well, um, Alex, to fill you in, I guess, and all of our listeners. Um, so Sean is an incredible hair and makeup artist here in Las Vegas. And I've had the privilege of working with him on several corporate events. And I'm sure we'll dive into some of these stories. Everything from just, uh, you know, casino gigs to... Um, Halloween events to to turning me into Borat two weeks ago. So yeah, yes. there's there's no shortage of of good stories that we have to share. But um, let's dive into it, Sean. For our listeners, um, if you could tell us where you're from um, okay. and any dance or performance background that you may have. Yeah, um, well, I'm from Utah, so of course, almost everyone from Utah has some type of performance background. Ironically, yes. Yes, totally. <laughs> So, um, but I grew up in Utah. I, I, my dad, I was a singer dancer kid always. I didn't, I started training really late. Like my first dance class, I think I was 22 at Brigham Young University. So it was my very first dance class. I just always could dance. So I was already in shows and worked at theme parks. And I just didn't know that when you turn twice, it's a double pirouette. I just, <laughs> just knew that's what you did. No, didn't know the terminology, but you knew how to do it, which is yes. always the best way, the best way to learn. Yes. And I was like a natural funky kid, like a, just a funky white dance boy. So like I, and I mean, look at me, I, I'm easy on the eyes. So <laughs> I, um, people wanted a boy in the show, you know, so. I'm kidding, kind of. She's like, who is this guy? <laughs> no, but um, so yeah, I always did it. And then when I once I started taking, you know, unfortunately it's not fair in the girl world, but guys get move faster in the dance world. And there's always eight girls to one guy, you know? So I just got, I did things quick. 
I took dance at BYU. Um, then I got on scholarship for performance while I was there. And then I, um, after that, I went on cruise ships for a couple of years around the world and did the shows. And then I was trying to figure out if I'm going to come to Vegas. I'd really never even been, even though I live in Utah. We were so strict Mormon. You don't go to Vegas. It's evil. And, um, <laughs> heathens. <laughs> heathens. Oh, my gosh, right? Outer darkness. Don't float there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so and interesting because so I, I feel like so many people from Utah live, like move to Vegas. Well, now. But yeah. I'm, when I'm old. I just look old. <laughs> I'm actually almost 53 years old. <laughs> Get out of here. Yes. So you can act a little more shocked, Anastasia. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. To explain that for our listeners, uh, our Zoom account is owned by our fabulous uh, Anastasia Miller-Burns, Anastasia Miller-Burns. So my like cue card name on there. (laughs) It's our our business, our business account. Yeah, Sean, I forgot to go over that one with you. I was just being stupid. You can call me whatever you want. Taylor, Anastasia. Anastasia, just just on Fridays. Right, exactly. So, okay. So 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 I just go on. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just going to ask, I, I, I was going to say, so we're deciding to move to the dark lands that are Vegas. And what was yes. the decision um, to do so? Well, I, well, so I came here and uh, I crashed with a, uh, a guy that was in the shows with me on cruise ships. And um, somebody said, you should go to this class at Backstage. This is like in 95. <laughs> and it was a class by Missy Cochran, who's a local choreographer here in town. Absolutely love Missy. Yeah, and she came up to me after, and she's like, who are you? And I said, well, I work on a ship, but I'm here visiting, and I'm thinking of moving here. And she goes, "Um, do you sing too? Yes. Come to this audition tomorrow. And it was Chris Coley, who was doing the audition. (laughs) He was assisting, and it was for a new show that was going in at MGM that was like kind of like like a boy bandy show and a girl. There were five girls that would be like the Spice Girls and five guys that would be like NSYNC, et cetera. That vibe. And they would do... Motown or they would do pop or 70s. Anyways, 200 guys. It was back in the day when auditions had the numbers right here, you know. Right. And I was in line. Taylor, you remember Barry Morgan, right? Of course. Love Barry. Yeah, so he was in line next to me out of the 200 guys or whatever. <laughs> and we kept getting cut or kept getting kept. And we made it to the finals. And then we were two of the five that made the show. Let's so, go. Amazing. Yes. So I, I got hired before I moved to Vegas. I had a gig, which is really cool. Oh, so then I she's told fancy. Chris Coley, well, I don't live here, but when I finish my contract in a couple of weeks on a ship, I'll move back. And that's how it all worked. I love that you said in sync, etc. That's a category. I also want to go back to, I love when you go to an audition or you go to a class or whatever. And the teacher's always like, who are you? Like that. Right. I feel like yeah, I get that That's question. the ego boost. Yeah. I right? guess. I get that totally. question a lot where, cause like now I'm in LA now and I'm meeting all these new people okay. and it's like, who are you? Like, right. where, where did you're you like, come from? Like, you're new and you're fierce. Who and we're all you? like, who, oh. me? Little yeah. old me? Oh, thank oh, you. someone that you're about to hire. Girl, get, you, you knew you were fierce. <laughs> yeah. <It's> <laughs> who are you? Though. Your next I, booking. <laughs> I love right, that you, yes. I love how you told that. You? I love that you told, you're a star. told that story. It's true. I'm, it's, I'm the dancer that's going to be on zero tomorrow. Let's go. Let's go. Not the star part, but anyway, those questions are my favorite. Like, just very, yes. it's never just like, oh, where's your training? It's just like, tell us who you are. And then on the flip side of it, it's hard, it's difficult for the dancer to be like, I'm literally like racing. I'm like, who am I? I don't know. Who yeah, I am. Really? suddenly you forget who your name. Anyway? Yeah, what's my name? Right, totally. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. Oh, I so that. I want to kind of get into how you started 
with hair and makeup. Where did that, yeah. how, where's that, bridge that gap for us between performance and then kind of getting into that? Because I feel like as a dancer for myself, and I don't know how it is being a man either, but for me, it's, I always, I had to do my makeup since I was like nine years old. Yeah. So I got right. good at it, but I'm only good at doing my own. So right. especially for, for a guy, how is that? And uh, sorry, I'm diving so far. Wait, no, that's a yeah. nine part question that Alex just threw. Yes, I need you to hit, I need right? you to hit all nine points. <laughs> totally. No, um, no, it's a, it's a perfectly good question. And um, it was just a natural, I was always artsy. So I would always like tweak my clothes, you know, a little, little Mormon, like softy gay kid that couldn't say he was gay. And you just become really creative because you, you go in because you can't express as much outwardly, you know? And I wasn't taking dance. I wasn't a studio kid. I didn't go to Larkin. I didn't do my turns in second. And so I... Um, Sorry. I love when... <laughs> ever, like, Larkin, every... Why does every, everyone know... It's universally known. It's universally known. They're, they're amazing. So I, yeah. I didn't it. come out of my mom who I'm doing a switch second. <laughs> let's go. I don't know what's yeah. in the water in Minnesota, but... Right. If anybody's so, listening and knows, feel free to let us know. <laughs> right? Um, so... No, but what happened is my last show that I danced in, um, that I booked in Las Vegas was Siegfried Roy, and we had to be a cat. There were eight male dancers. So they taught us our makeup for like two weeks, and then we had to do it on ourselves twice a night, every night. So we, we would open the show as cats, full-on cats, wigs, new... Like we're talking like, like, like very similar to Cats the Musical, right? Yes. That's yes. what I'm visiting, okay. Yep. And then wipe it all off, and then finish the show with the Kenny Ortega, Liz Imperio number which is all thrash and we were human. So every night we were doing cat make full on cat makeup. And then, and then I just got really fast. And like, that was one of your questions. I think you guys was like, how did you get so fast? Yeah, that was it. People were like, you're so fast at this. What was going on is I was doing the Chris Coley show at MGM during the day. Oh. And they, they allowed me to swipe in a little late at SNR, Siegfried and Roy, because they liked me. And, right. um, and I learned to do the cat makeup really fast. So that's where that initial speed came from. See, yours is, your answer is good because it comes from function and need. My answer um, is like, wow, you're so fast at makeup. And I'm like, well, because I'm lazy and cut out four steps. But that's fine. But right. um, you're like, <laughs> no, but you guys, and we're, we're getting ahead of, of where we're going here. But I love it. Sean is one of the fastest, most like well beautiful end product, um, full glam hair, makeup, like we'll go through, I don't know, a room of 20 girls in like an hour and everyone will look like they are ready to step on the red carpet. So that's where that whole conversation sparked from was, um, yeah, yeah. Just that speed, speed and efficiency, but like still tens across the board when we're done, which is amazing. (laughs) I didn't be, Go on, babe. I was going to say, I didn't know Secret and Roy had dancers. Yeah, um, the whole time. There were eight male dancers and 36 females. Oh, my what? goodness. You've never, if you ever get a chance to see a video, I have some video of it. Um, it was a major show. Like, like the last steel stage allowed, there were 20, 26 white tigers, which are 600 pounds apiece. That's why, the, that's why the stage well, had to be steel. And obviously, <laughs> working at Love, they the it's the old Siegfried and Roy Theater, yes, and so there was theater. always there was always um cat hair in the plumbing after. Oh my gosh! After the fact, so, so the plumbing was never. It's great. crazy too because then like the there were some people I think that 
worked on both shows and so yes. like some people in carpentry will like when they give tours backstage will be like so this is carpentry this is also where the cats used to be or like our yeah. like Siegfried and Roy's apartment that they lived in above yes. the theater is now yeah. like our office green room and administrative okay. area so it's so crazy to have that overlap I don't know I it's, geek out on things like that <laughs> I know I do too I actually it was so funny just a tie into that like using the same theater um, I hadn't seen Siegfried in a long time and um, we became really good friends through the show and it had been years. And then I was doing the ad campaign for that topless pool bear. Uh-huh. And I was turned, so it was like a really early ache. Well, they wanted to get some of the dolphins in the background or something. Just, it's just so freaky. You can only talk about that in Vegas. They wanted to get some of the dolphins. Yeah. Alex and I have another funny story about the dolphins at the Mirage, but oh we'll God. save that for another we'll save time. It for later, but like, like dolphins and the Mirage go hand in hand. Yeah, my totally. brain. Oh wow! But Siegfried rocked around the corner, and he was like, "What are you doing?" And you know, messed my hair up, and it was just so funny. I went my last job there at the Mirage was with him, and my this job doing that hair and makeup was with him too. It was just a funny crazy Tiny, overlap you know doing it he didn't even know i did hair and makeup at the time because it had been years since i'd seen him so wow well fill us in cool. on those years from um you were saying that's that's when you knew that you were a good at makeup um oh. be like passionate and creative about it but at what point in your career or was there like a hard like switch like this is what i'm gonna do right. or how did that journey go did you go to school for it or i did uh, based but I mean, people said you should do it. And at the time, then I was like, no, that's boring. I'm going to be a pop star <laughs> or whatever you think when you're doing those cool shows. Um, basically, what made me decide it was I was getting older. And my six pack was getting too packy <laughs> and then no packy. And I was like competing against six packs. And I'm like, I got to figure out my next move because I was always getting kept. It was back in the day of Wade Robson and NSYNC. Mm. I was always auditioning. Et cetera. For Etc. <laughs> you know, Destiny's Child, Survivor, etc. I was on hold for all those videos. And then I would always get cut because the last cut was take your shirt off. And I was like too thin or not, you know, and I'm like, I'm competing against 18 year old guys. And at the time I was like, probably close to 30. So it was almost double their age. And so um, I finally, I'm like, I got to figure out my next step. And I got my cosmetology license in San Francisco. And then it ties back in. That's one of your questions about not to jump ahead, but um, how it ended up being in the entertainment field yeah. was Chris Coley again. And MGM <laughs> called me and said, we hear you're doing hair and makeup now. We're going to open a show, Ka. We're going to have this big club, this ultra lounge called Taboo, which ended up being the first ultra lounge in America. We were on the cover of Time Magazine. And Let's go. <laughs> that's I amazing. Know. I think that's the same amazing. ultra lounge that Jamie Gallego was talking about. Yeah. So Jamie yeah. and Sean are super close. Oh, so have you, guys, have you done Jamie? We yeah. had Jamie on and oh, we, it's yeah. so funny you say that because I was like, what makes it an ultra lounge? And we yeah. kind of dove into this. So oh, that's perfect. Huge. That's, that's so amazing. That, it was a huge thing. And so you probably, you guys probably know some of the, they were fresh out of like, I swear junior high, but like Sophia Monica, and Tara McClintic. Absolutely. The OGs, the, the MGM. The OG, yeah, they yeah. were all the girls. I did them every night for nine years, their faces. Sophia and Tara Taylor, every night for nine years. At least, at least five nights a week. So, so that's the big training with like and, working, and all, working on, on women too. A, yes, fast, speed, um, sexy, 
you learn what boom you you know walk into your room and you know and Matt you know when you're a dancer and you want that look like mm -hmm. she's the silver girl she always auditions with something silver metallic or silver makeup there's also that kind of vibe that's an instant like Sophia's hair is amazing mm -hmm. so you know, there's some there's a way to make it always look like a Pantene ad or you you just figure out little things that it's almost like branding yourself yeah. And, so that's those nine years were like such amazing training for me to then switch into the pop star life. Cause then I learned all the things about like, I was doing something backstage and Katy Perry heard me say, Oh, you can't do those lashes on her because she's doing silks where most makeup artists would never know that. But I had been backstage so many times with Cirque, with Ka, with Studio 54 gigs where you do that roll down, whatever that's called at the mm -hmm. end. Uh -huh. Yeah, just drops. Yeah, drops. In, yeah. Well, you're in second, right? And you roll down. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Angel drop. Mm -hmm. Those, yeah. Their face would shove into the silk and it would <laughs> rip the fake lash, which would rip the skin off sometimes. It was major. Yes. Oh like ambulance God. style. So when Katy Perry heard that, she asked her camp to talk to me, which then led to me doing her for a minute. And then it just went like, just like that. It was just a natural way. Natural way and knowing what you're doing and everyone really being drawn to you and liking you. I, yeah, it kinda, I everything kind of uh, snowballs. Yeah. Gosh, I hate when people use the word snowball because I feel like that's every meeting. <laughs> just to snowball <laughs> off of that. But truly, that. truly, oh my gosh, that's incredible. But I'm about to go just yell facts about lashes out in the street and just see what universal things come that yeah. way. <laughs> right. Well, no. So it's great that you had kind of this training because I feel like a lot of makeup artists, especially for dancers, it's just kind of like, okay, let's try to make them as pretty as possible. But a lot of yeah, times there might be wedding makeup. Yeah, wedding makeup, but like there's water and there's sweat totally. and there's all these other elements to it. And like you said about the silks, like that has a lot to do with it too. So to yeah. be knowledgeable about that is a whole nother level of professionalism, but that's yeah, great that I, you were able to get that training. Yeah, it was, it was great. And, and I think being a dancer honestly did it for me because you become, though I didn't grow up a studio kid, you become when you're natural like that, you um, such a quick study mm -hmm. and you have to end up, last minute being like, I was often a swing because I could sing and dance. So a lot of times you're like, someone broke their ankle or they're injured. You know, you have to reverse it and you have, you're on two on stage right now. You're not on four on stage left and you start, you can just really think way ahead of what you're doing. You already know what you're going to, you're pulling this way and not stage left or so in, in the dancer world, it was the same thing with makeup. You just learn like, Oh my gosh, they're not wearing what they said in email. We have to put blue right here. You can't have time to wipe it off and start over and apologize and do all the, you just, without even them knowing, you're putting blue on top of the yellow. They don't need to know. They just want to, they just care about the final product. The end product. So you just learn like things like that and people appreciate the speed because they're paying less time. They're paying the models less to sit in the chair. If you're fast, they can fly you in and out. And what I, when I do the B-52s, a lot of times they just fly me in and out in the same day. Did so you... I just go do them, and then, so I don't even have to miss a gig. I can do a gig for Chris and run to the airport. I fly to Riverside and do Kate and Cindy in, like, three hours, and I fly back, and I have a gig in the morning. I love the B-52s. Do you? I've love been with them 13. Yes, I've been with them for 13 years. Yeah, what is the learning curve you had with booking those celebrity artists and, and kind of not dealing, but 
making it sure is. that the etiquette is correct and right. all the different nuances that come with that. The stress um, of being five ta- five star and celebrity, you know, like right. it's kind of like daunting and a little makes me anxious. <laughs> it, it does make you. I, I think that's one of my fortes is it doesn't make me anxious. And then that one thing where a lot of people, I mean, I get anxious like this made me anxious to get on the Zoom. I'm sorry. Absolutely not going to make, <laughs> if we make you anxious and Katy no, Perry. Not you. Not you. Just technology. A, a technical thing like, like this thing kind of <laughs> makes me nervous. But those things, they don't. I don't know why. But I'm. So you don't get starstruck. Blessed, as much as I hate that phrase, as much as you hate the word snowball. Snowball. Hashtag blessed. But I just said it. But, um. Yeah, I think that again, it comes from being on stage. Like you're, I'm almost more comfortable in a big thing than a small, intimate thing. Do you guys feel that? Absolutely, one hundred percent. I perform at a family Christmas performance where there's only like eighteen people, and you know them all. Absolutely, I agree. But you know what's so funny is uh, back when I was working at Love, Steven Tyler came all the time. Okay, and I, I was there for a long time. I was there for almost five years. So Steven Tyler oh. came in a lot. So <laughs> by like the fifth, fourth time, like I was like, like okay, cool, Steven Tyler's coming. Like right. other new people in the show would be like, oh my god, Steven Tyler's here. I was like, you guys, right. Steven Tyler's a friend. Alex is right. like, Steve, how are you? Oh, oh. <laughs> all the time. But with other, it depends. Like with Brian Cranston, obviously I'm not doing Brian's makeup, but when I had the opportunity to shake his hand, I had no chill. I was like shaking. I was so nervous. Right. No, I, I guess I get that. I'm not trying to say I'm so too cool for school. I get that excitement, but I don't get um, nervous about what I'm going to do to the person. Because you're professional. Right. I you're, guess. You're and, good and, at it. And they really, um, they're like, I feel like the higher echelon celebrity you are, for lack of a better way of describing it, um, they are um, more like an animal. Like they almost um, smell, smell the fear. Like if you're too nervous or too excited or too fangirled. And so you just have to be careful. They like to be treated really regular. Of course, so. it's an intimate experience to painting someone's yeah. face. And they have it's this mutual trust in each other that I'm sure happens, especially with how much that you've worked. But I can totally understand that. No one wants to feel like, okay, this person's like, nervous around me. They're to, like, so excited and they're nervous about, you know, and they want a wing liner. And they're like, oh, my gosh, my favorite movie was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I totally understand that. I love that. Well, Sean, let's let's shift gears here. Um, yeah, and talk about um, not so much the A star celebrities, the rich and the famous, but let's take this back into like everyday practical dance makeup. Um, yeah. So, what would you say for our listeners? What is your advice um, as a young dancer, male or female, walking into an audition room? Um, what do you think they should look like? What do you think uh, they're aesthetic should be um i i think my my opinion is less is more because it shows off your talent more than you're trying to look a perfect way if if you're doing this if you're doing a role like you're auditioning for marilyn monroe go for it do your thing go in method do that but if you're auditioning for like a dvd gig or a dr pepper gig with like i don't even know who the new choreographer is nappy tabs or somebody or travis wall I think that there's always going to be that silver thing, that silver girl thing where like, if you always wear a look, that's cool. Like whether it's your clothing or your hair is always, 
remember when Alexandria was known as that shaved head girl, right? Or just the half the hair. Like you have that thing that people, you walk in the room and you know if there's a table and there's Marguerite, for example, because I used to audition for her all the time. You're Marguerite. Um, they, um, but for hair and makeup, I think less is more. So. I mean, and, and I do think blending, blending, blending for girls, a lot of times sharp lines, you just kind of, you're auditioning because I've been on that table before, you look trashier. I feel that way even as a educator, like when I teach class, sometimes I'm like, I'm all about expression and I'm all about if, if you feel most home as yourself with creative, extensive makeup, go for it. But even sometimes when I teach, I'll be teaching and I'm like, it's distracting and I, it, right. pu- it pulls yeah. my eye away from the product and what we're doing. Exactly. Um, and, and that goes beyond makeup. It could also be hair. It could be what you're wearing, but yeah, I, I totally agree with you that less, yeah. that less is more from my opinion. Um, yes. When it comes yeah. to that. But. I want to know what the, um, I'm so fascinated by makeup in photos because are you? I love it. I am someone who I, I consider myself pretty good at doing my own makeup. Like it's fine, right. but I, I can't do it for headshots. I have to have someone else do it. And it's so I, frustrating. I think that's fair. I'll do, I'll do research. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to do it this way, but in a flash and with other yeah. lighting. So how do you differentiate that? What's your difference between performance, um, live makeup and photos? Yeah, definitely for photos and, um, any hedge, it's again, it's less is more, and it feels like you're not putting enough on. So that's probably why you're doing your, you feel like good at your own makeup. But then when you do it for that, your mindset probably is, I need more. Exactly. It's a thing like a Raiderette thing where you look like you're a walking filter, but you don't. Like people love to see what they're going to see. You, you know what you can create from that base. It's like, if you have freckles, you can show them, you know, not, not natural, make like that whole, um, what's her name? Piano player that did the no makeup, makeup look. Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys. It doesn't have to be that much, but I always think a lash helps, even if it's three individuals on the outside edge. Right. Just, it it just looks, because with the way lightings are with 4K, now 6K, they're doing 8K. It's crazy. Um, if you have a lot of makeup on and you're not the best blender, you're going to look like a doll. There's going to be cheeks right here. It's going to, you see these open pores. If you use airbrush makeup, cause you think it seems fancier. It looks like you just walked under a mister, all the little peachy things right here. Yes. Um, so it's really is less is more and really focus on the eye and not as much on the brow. A Ooh. lot of people make the brow such a focus. And I think it's, it's definitely needed, but they do so much brow that it's like it enters the room like 10 minutes before their face does. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's such good advice. Thank you for that. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. While we're on the topic, um, dance world or not, are there any makeup trends that are happening right now that you're just like, no, Sean, this is not Sean Saunders right. approved. I know this we talked about Sean taking it. Yeah. I know we just mentioned the, the, the XL Sharpie drawn on yes. brow, but anything else that you're seeing um, that you're just not loving? I, right now, um, no, I think they just, I'm, I'm loving that it's going, it is going a little more natural and clean. People aren't afraid of freckles, even they're putting fake freckles on, which is kind of funny, but they're doing that. Like a toothbrush, they splatter it after the makeup through the T-zone. I've tried it. I've tried it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go out in public, but I tried it. What'd you think? I love I, it. If it's I done have right. 
Yeah, I love how it looks. I you can't tell on the zoom, but I have a lot of moles like on my neck, and okay. I have uh, freckles only on one side of my face. So putting more on, I have to be kind of careful. But I love the way that it looks. I love. That I it think looks freckles too. are are great. Like I never blend my 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 own out. I love right. how they look. Right, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, um, but um, I just think that they're changing. I like that contour and highlight isn't such a focus right now. I love it. We were getting real close to drag queen makeup in 2017. Like everyone. It's too harsh. harsh. And my thing is, what is that? I don't know what's cool about that. Because in my opinion, I think it's better to hear you look beautiful instead of your makeup looks beautiful. Ooh, that. Yes, that is right there. Come on. That's deep. Let's go to church. That's our soundbite. That's absolutely our little soundbite. You look beautiful is more important than your makeup looks beautiful. And this is coming from the man whose job, industry, and career is that. But Right. Well, that is my goal, to make somebody look beautiful, not to make the makeup look. Because I like when people say, like, oh, my gosh, she looks so great. Instead of her makeup looks great. Like, that's still nice. But it's... It's, I don't know, everyone looks the same with contour and highlight. You can wipe out the whole look and reshape and recontour your whole face. But I like that right now people are embracing, they're using more coral cheek colors, not just pink. Yeah. It's, just, it's just more of a, an alive look, mm-hmm. maybe. I yeah. like that. Do you watch Glow Up? I do, and I like it, yes. I like it, too. It's, it's yes. a great makeup show on Netflix. And yeah, the only we thing were, I don't like is when they talk. I think it's hilarious, like Saturday Night Live skit, but when they are on the side and everything's like this, she's getting nervous because she has to do a wing liner. Everything's like this. Have you noticed that? <laughs> You're yeah, going to be like an like, undercover sports commentator yeah, about like, like, like cosmetics. Little, <laughs> they're like, She's over there, but she's getting, I don't know if that shade, shade's the right blue. Yeah, yeah, and they'll be like, wow, the technique, it's like, the technique girl, that she's using is very, she's using tweezers for these <laughs> lashes, and that technique has not been done before. But, I mean, right. we'll see how, it's literally like a golf, a golf tournament. <laughs> it's really funny. I'm thrilled to start girl. this tonight. Yeah, I'm learning a lot. It's not that deep, girl. That's, That's all I want to say. <laughs> but I love Dominic. He's great. Yeah, he's great. They're yeah. they're very talented and yeah. And the 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 competitors are really talented too. I, I mean, get a little envious because I'm sure all of them are going to end up making more money than me, and they're just starting. <laughs> and I've been doing it forever, but that's the way the game is. So. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, let's yes. continue on that wavelength of it's not so serious. What, Sean, are some of your funniest or most embarrassing or silly moments that you look back on your career that you're like, <laughs> that happened? Right. I, I, when, you, when I read that, you know, the one that came to me first is just more embarrassing and funny, but, and it's name droppy. So we might as well kill a bunch of birds. Let's do it. Kill the let's birds. Do it. So I was doing Gwyneth Paltrow and oh! um, she... <laughs> Alex had to scream for dramatic effect. (laughs) Love, I love that. So I'm standing behind her, and I think I was cutting her hair at this time. And she, I was warned that she's difficult with hair and makeup, but I don't really. I'm like, I'll make my own decision. She was loving me within five minutes. So, anyways, we're talking, and she's she's going through my website on on her phone, and I'm behind her. No pressure. Like, just looking at your entire portfolio as you're doing her yeah, hair, as I'm doing her, yes. <laughs> which could be intimidating, but I just thought it was cool. I'm like, you're okay, like, well, good thing I have a good portfolio. 
she sees like she goes oh you did giada and i'm like yeah she goes what did you think and i'm like well i don't really kiss and tell and she's like come on and she goes okay we share the same management team and i'm i'm so giving so much gossip right now like prez hilton would take the sound bite but <laughs> i don't care because giada i don't like you okay all right you heard it first kids darn so, she makes some good food Oh, and she says mozzarella, really sexy, and she has beautiful face, but no, with those short arms, no. (laughs) Yes, I said that. (laughs) Thine tea hath been spilt. Yes. No, so anyways, she goes, we share the same management team, and she has a really bad rep with her people. What did you think? And so I, I said, okay, well, let's go there. So I share the story, and in the story, when I was doing Giada for this Bon Appetit thing, um, she stood up and we were working with a major photographer, Art Stryber, who has done 13 covers of Vogue. He did Obama's Vogue cover. He did Brad and Angelina's Vogue covers. So when she didn't like the pose he put her in, she, she jumped out of her chair, pushed me and him and says, I need a minute and I hate the music. I want Coldplay now and snapped her short <laughs> arms and walked oh out of the room. Oh my God! And I'm standing there going, this is like, where's my popcorn? Because I'm loving it. Totally. Loving You're it. like Ashton Kutcher. Are you, are you around? Yes. Are you hiding? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Speaking of with my trucker hat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and so I'm telling Gwyneth You're telling Gwyneth Paltrow though about Coldplay. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Coldplay. Sorry, Chris. And she's like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. She goes, no, don't even worry about it. She goes, actually, let's call him right now. So we called her. <laughs> Okay, and, okay. And this she showed all my lip glosses to Apple. So all of that happened within the first 10 minutes of being with her. <gasps> Isn't that funny? That's so funny. I, I love, like, I'm a huge Coldplay fan. So I, I, I am I, too. I, so I you've only, seen them in concert, right? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they amazing? Unbelievable. And I, when you said Coldplay, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing though that she was like, yeah, like we're- She was cool. She's like, let's call him right so now. Like, and she called and she's- she goes, Apple loves makeup. Can I show you her kit? And she, oh it was so God. cute. Just yeah, another so day in the life. Like very normal. She was very, she actually, I signed, I swear, seven NDAs. And at the end, she's like, let's, let's get a picture. And I'm like, I can't. She's like, it's me. I'm telling you, you can. Like, act like you erased all the NDAs. <laughs> Null and <laughs> void. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So it, was a, it was cool. Yeah. That's such a good memory, I'm sure. I'm sure you have a million of them, but that is... Well, the other story he was going to tell is um, when a tobacco company last week in Vegas uh, had a request for a live Borat actor. And so lucky me to to stroll around Caesar's pool in like the thong mankini thing. So um, Sean and I had, (laughs) yeah, literally in dental floss. So Sean had that fabulous job of transforming little old me into into Borat with... Um, yeah, a wig and you- Bora is, is very hairy and I'm, a, I'm, I generally have a good amount of body hair, but you know, try to keep it groomed and all that. So, um, there's my sense about, uh, Taylor's personal hygiene here on inside dance, but, um, right. so we, proceeded to take the wig and cut it into little snips and then put spirit gum all over like my chest oh, and whatnot. So and literally the There's like a video of Sean, like, you know, the salt seasoning guy of Sean standing over me and just sprinkling all this wig hair. (laughs) But like, we're having absolutely normal conversation as this is all happening, which just cracks me up. Yeah, that was was the least fun shower of, of, oh my gosh, baby, my life. 
Uh, well, yeah. hindsight should have completely shaved my own chest hair before then taking adhesive on top of that because right. that's where we ran into trouble. But, you know, live and learn. Uh, and next time that I am called by the universe to be Borat, I will proceed with better <laughs> followings. Uh, <laughs> with a better plan, but no. I love yeah, it. Lots of coconut oil. I'm I definitely sure. don't. Yeah, I don't hold a candle to, to our girls Gwen Giada um, and Coldplay. But, you know. But no, no, that was a great, and people love that video on that story. It was too funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yes. Well, Sean, you've had such an amazing career, and um, I'm so excited to hopefully be seeing you more as gigs continue to come back as as work picks up. Um, But what, where do you see yourself in the next, I don't know, couple of years? What's the plan? What's the brand that is Sean Styles going to be? Um. Well, I still definitely in the entertainment world. My main thing, I just can't do a regular salon life. And, you know, I'm not, I mean, I cut in color, but it's not my thing. So right now, unfortunately, they're already canceled. I'm, I'm, I don't know if you had told her that I'm touring, on tour with Alanis Morissette right yes. now. And, uh, she also screamed when I said that the first yeah. time too, but this is oh. the second time around. So <laughs> with this new COVID crap, they're already canceling more dates again. So I don't know if it's going to be 2022 again, which would be like insane. I had 36 shows with her as of March 17th of 20. And right now I'm still at in of those 36 zero and we're going to 20. And she just signed on because of it. She just signed on to be a judge for the mask singer or one of those. Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. And so she's going to be, like sitting in LA filming for, so right with the, with the way things are and her demographic is older, you know, Mm -hmm. um, they're just canceling a lot. Yesterday they they canceled all these old school eighties, like Pet Shop Boys. They put them all to October of 22. Um, they made a huge list yesterday. I think 11 tours were pushed to 22. So I'm always in touch with like Live Nation and Crush Management and 1826 trying to figure out what's, those are all touring company stuff. Yeah. Yes. I'm, yeah. I'm familiar. You with probably them. worked for all of them, right? <laughs> Alex has. Well, she's danced at Life is Beautiful, I, aren't they? Yeah. Are they Live Nation? I'm pretty sure. Or Frontgate. Um, I can't remember. I'm not sure. Um, that's, oh, that is so frustrating. So but I know. It's that's disheartening what, for sure. I know. So, so it's tough to plan um, that when, when dates keep getting pulled out from underneath you, I'm sure. And then trying to make a game plan moving forward. Especially for like things like, yeah, it's just, it's hard to move forward. So right now I'm just, I I will be with, I'm still with her here at T-Mobile October 7th. Great. Unless that gets moved. Um, I'm just doing gigs. I'm, I'm fortunately really busy. I'm at the top of my game in Vegas and kind of in LA for that life. So, um, Right now, I'm just going to day by day. Amazing. Entertainment world, you know. And then when I'm not busy, as you know, I don't know if you saw me on Instagram at all yet. Yeah. But um, I just, when I have those creative juices that I can't create with other people, I do it on myself. Yes. I just like hashtag be your own canvas. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, in that light, Sean, if our listeners want to keep up with you and follow you, which they absolutely should, what's the best way to do that? Um, Through your Instagram or do you have another, a website? Instagram. I have a website, which is uh, Sean style, S H A U N S T Y L E.com. And then that's also my Instagram at Sean style. 
Amazing. We'll make sure everybody everybody follows you and stays up to date. But Dude, we'll I need to follow yours back because I know I yes. follow Taylor. But yes, yes, for sure. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys for your time. Of thank course, no, Sean, so we can't thank you enough. Seriously, it's always always a pleasure when I walk into a room or a gig and see that you're there. And so I'm so happy know, to bring you on to way. our show and share your energy, your story. Uh, before we go, one final question. Your Starbucks order, hit us with that. It is a venti ice vanilla latte with extra ice. Ooh. Cause Vegas, baby, extra ice. You heard it first, y'all. Sean, thank you again. Stay well and look forward to seeing you soon. All right. Bye. Bye.